welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there, and I'm here to tell you, no more headless torsos! Your body is looking good. But we think bodies with faces are even sexier. Every photo on Motto has a face, no exceptions. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash talk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gang queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Classic Merge Survivor is back. And the meat bros are on the attack for each other. It's time to talk all things Survivor 44, the birdcage. And joining me is someone who loves to be flashy, as Rhinestone is her middle name. It's Adriana Trenta. The birdcage! Listen, if Jeffrey Probst is not going to give me a subtitle, I'm going to make it up. And the birdcage is the best way to describe this season. Survivor birdcage. Listen, (laughs) if you want to throw in some drag, there, there it is. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen, um, this is a non sequitur. Have you ever seen uh, uh, Dead Meat, the YouTube series that like recaps all like the horror movies and like the way that people, no. and the kill count? The way that, okay, so it, it's a YouTube channel. It, they recap a bunch of horror movies. They talk about the ways that people die. It's funny. Um, I got over my fear of the Saw movies because of their coverage of it. And because at the end of every film, they'd be like, they'd give it like a, a subtitle. <laughs> And I'm just like, Survivor, the birdcage, Saw, yep. or Saw 2. <laughs> what it. about insurance? Yeah. Um, now, speaking of the birdcage, obviously, when we're referring to the birdcage, we are referring to that cage in the jungle, but also that classic yeah. uh, film from the 90s with Robin Williams yes. and Nathan Lane. Speaking of yes. Survivor and drag, apparently, yes. this has been a thing that's been pushed onto people's YouTube recommendations. It made it to mine yesterday, uh, but I had a friend mm-hmm. send it to me. Do you know whose audition tape have, people have been seeing it's been circulating? Selena as titties. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. It's terrible. Oh my God. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, it's, well, it's kind of I mean- campy. Like she's like, I can make fire. And she's like turning on the stove top. Um, it, it's so you- campy. Um, she's Could in like you imagine a, Selena. No, I I'm can't. Uh, she's, well, this this is also Selena when um, less Selena that we know her now. Um, but basically, like she makes it very campy. Like she's at a water park doing it, like climbing. Shit. It's really funny, but there was no way in hell. And if that was a precursor to what she was going to do on Drag Race, it all makes sense now. It's funny because like I've seen Frankie Grande's audition tape for uh, for Survivor because that was I think circulating as well, mm-hmm. um, and it's whole like Selena couldn't handle Drag Race. How in the hell was she going to handle a million dollars and everyone trying? Although granted, I would take her as a goat. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, now, I, I, I know that I've told a couple people, um, I've said it on the podcast, uh, you do not, not know yet, but I will be auditioning for Survivor. I will be sending in a tape this year. Um, I'm going to be recording a little bit when I'm at DragCon. Um, and oh. I might have a little cameo in it if he does agree and does show up to DragCon. Um, a little cameo for my new friend, Jam Jam. Oh, fun! Fun! Yeah. Very fun. He's, so he, he's going to be in LA and he was like, you should come to drag hunt. He's like, I love drag. So he might come because I had met him a couple mm. weeks ago when I met him and um, my little baby twink <laughs> and Heidi and Heidi and Claire. So it was, it was fun. It was a great time. Wait, you met you met him at when you were meeting Heidi? I met Heidi, Jam Jam, Carson and uh, Claire at um rob uh has a podcast live so i also met owen and um what was heidi doing at rob has a podcast they were just there they're hanging out she brought all her friends Wait, was- she brought her family and she had no lines the entire episode <laughs> yeah wait 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 yeah wait. this was in raleigh i thought you met i thought you met heidi in closet no, 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 no. I was like, how did that happen? No, I met Heidi in closet in the UK. <laughs> That's when I have met her. Um, but I was like, her, Heidi's a Survivor fan? She might be. <laughs> you never know. Um, listen, Honestly, wa- watch yeah. me get onto a season with Monet Exchange, and I just have a personal vendetta to get her out first. No, I would too, because I know that she would, one, uh, put rice in the f- or put our rice in the fire, and also... She would, she would know how to get away with it and she cause would. an alliance. She would. So she yeah, would. I would get her up first. Yeah. Um, it's not me being like you beat me twice at the Glam Awards, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. This year we're gonna compete a bit against Jan. So good luck to all. Oh my God. You know what? I welcome more podcasters into the community. Um, because it is, you know, honestly, there should be more out there. Anyone can do it. It's great. Uh, You know, put out your conversations for the world to hear. Um, Drag race girl, stop doing it because I want to win something. Literally, here's my thing. (laughs) If if she makes it to the amount of episodes that she made it onto Drag Race, both her season and All-Stars, then then we'll have the conversation. But got to make it through that way. You know what? She can put out her rate. It, it, it's being filmed professionally. Awesome. Good for her. I just don't. Maybe our our award shouldn't be like maybe like open to the public because then that's like the drag race. But by the way, we're 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 non sequitur. We're not talking about what we're supposed to be talking about. Let's talk about Survivor Forty Four. Yes. Eight episodes in. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. What do you think about this season? I am feeling. Honestly, honestly, I am getting a little bit of like PTSD from like when I was playing Survivor. I, I, every time we talk about Survivor, I always talk about when I played Survivor. Yes. And yes. Oh, so you're saying that I talk about it a lot. Good. No, good no, no, know. no. I, I encourage it. I love it. I love this uh, drama. It's trauma. like a trauma mama. Um, <laughs> That's my entrance line going to Drag Race. Trauma mama. There it um, is. I... I feel like Carolyn. I I feel like like in the sense of like nobody's listening to me. What? But like I am clearly seeing what's going on, and like how do I get out of this? And like in life, I kind of do feel like I have that sort of like tendency to like see the emperor has no clothes and like 
nobody Me can say. It's a curse and a gift. But mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's just like, like I'm seeing almost myself in a blonde wig on TV. Or though granted, that's also just because she's super charismatic. I might just be like putting myself onto her. Um, and I know you're putting yourself onto Carson, but. <laughs> that's a different conversation. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying the season. I'm enjoying it. It's a good season. It. And I've said it before. It's the cast. The cast is really good. I also think it's a good palate cleanser after uh, Gabler. Very that, very that. Well, yeah. speaking of, let's get through it. Jam Jam is happy to see everyone. So big hugs to all. He didn't think he was going to make it through, but he will remind us that Ratu is all together and Heidi had her advantage to control a vote, which ultimately didn't change the vote as Matt went home. Now, Lauren and Brandon go to Jam Jam to tell him that they're working with him and to not worry, even though he thinks it's more fun for them to make him worried. Uh, and that's where he and I just digress. Um, no, do not make me worried because when I get paranoid, I get pissed. And when I get pissed, I get angry. Yeah, like I would, uh, even if you are a ally, like the number one rule is don't piss off your allies. Exactly. Like you, like, no, 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 no don't do it. Don't do it. Now, Jam Jam has been to all but two tribals and has survived all of them. Uh, is he a cat with nine lives if he's only not seen nine tribals yet? Why does he make that um, metaphor? Why does he say he's a cat with nine lives? I mean, I guess he can feel very lucky, but the other thing that, well, that implies that it should have been you every single time. Yeah, but, which is not and true. You, and you got caught, but something like got you out of it. But yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You know who I consider to be a cat with nine lives? Denise. Yes. Fully. Miss went to tribal every single time. Literally. Miss, Miss Denise. We love her. We love her. Now, Wait, Carolyn, you, that, I still relive that moment with Penner. <laughs> the fact that you're making the same face as Carolyn right now is just camp to me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, speaking of, Carolyn will comfort Franny, who tells her that she would have cried too. Franny says that this was the worst possible outcome for her as her best friend, note she didn't say boyfriend, got voted out. She feels like she's been marooned with nothing. She is like very emotional as she says Matt felt like home and watching him at tribal scared and alone. He was, it's how she's feeling now. Adriana, how would you feel if your island boy was voted out? I would say that. And then I would secretly think, okay, now I have the narrative going into the merge that I don't have to worry about being a threat because I don't have a plus one. And then I can spend this entire narrative until get to the end being like, I have no one. And then when my story at the end is, I had no one. My partner got voted out at the merge. I I have nothing. I had to build this up myself. Exactly. That was why I hated being on Survivor with Isaac because we couldn't get rid of each other. We couldn't get away from each other. Because like, if you're seen as a plus one to someone, that means every single move that you make would be attributed to them, not to you. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, it's like, yeah. It's really interesting. Obviously we watch the edit. We see how the show wants us to see the show, but we saw Matt as a fucking idiot. He was not good at this game. Franny was the smarter of the two, but apparently out there, they think he's really good. Well, my question for you is, do you think that they maybe cut that? confessional of her being like i don't really fucking care (laughs) maybe it's definitely possible um brandon and kane discuss how this was the best move for them and yes this is the deal that we will be discussing a lot in this episode because like a week ago brandon said he was so anti-kane did i miss something when did he flip flop back you know it i feel like 
usually this this moment of like missing key like uh like interactions doesn't really like you head into like top six where you're like when did this happen yeah but like now maybe it's just maybe it's just because it's so chaotic that like we are really truly like getting those moments like earlier now and now it's like coming rearing its well i mean granted some of these women can't get a confessional to save their lives so who fucking knows True. Brandon says they voted Matt out as they wanted to take another person away from Soka as well as breaking apart the duo. He wants control of the numbers so things can go their way. Okay. So let's hear from Heidi and what she was thinking. On the beach, she will chat with Jam Jam and tells him that she wasn't going to steal Matt or his vote. Her only thing was to not ruffle feathers with Ratu. She says it was clear that they were going for Matt, so she knew she wouldn't be able to change the outcome, so she used it the best way without making too many enemies. She now wants us uh, wants to use Jam Jam as a number, so now she really has to try to gain some trust with him. She continues on to tell him that in her head it was to steal Lauren vote as she has to and if they're planning something different she can use her second vote would you have believed her story hell no absolutely not absolutely not if if someone tells me that the unsuccessful usage of my power was 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 on purpose no what what like just don't use the power and then that way well, you that, have that's it. The, the thing is we don't know if she was not we we think she had to use it no matter what oh that's right but i yeah. was like like either way when someone does something and it's not successful then it's like okay you don't have a grasp on your game you don't you don't you're not able to like use it to your actual advantage like if it was something that was like successful but at the end of the day it didn't really matter then that's one thing but she literally like it 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 was almost like she was trying to make reverse psychology happen yeah and yeah i mean again revisionist history it obviously works out in her favor moving forward now but i still am not sure that i fully believed what she was doing because i don't know if that was the right move to make it wasn't no so here are the numbers. Three Tika, three Soka, and four Ratu with a lot of currency, with Lauren having an extra vote, Jamie's rumored idol, Kane being a strategic and smart, and Brandon is a physical threat that they are strong. She wants to get the misfits together to come up with a plan and survive. And so she's going to tell Jam Jam that she needs to pair up with him, Carolyn, and Carson. Okay, numbers. We like numbers. Jam Jam says that the game is changing and the three Tika are in the middle and everyone wants their votes. So we're going to have a little chat with the three Stooges. Carson says that this is their chance to take power as Soka and Ratu hate each other. They don't know um, that they are the strategists. So Jam Jam tells Carson they should keep switching who they're working with to keep Ratu and Soka against each other. Carson agrees. Now we're going to put a pin into that theory and see if that's actually what we believe happens on later on because question marks later. Carson says the Tika three are being underestimated and are now in a powerful position. Now, we're going to have Lauren talking to Carolyn for probably the first time all season because I don't think these two have ever shared a screen when it's not um, a full cast. But Lauren even admits that they have not connected. Carolyn will be like, oh, geez, when Lauren proposes, they work together. Um, Carolyn, love you, girl. But that's what we call an inside thought. Don't make that thought come outside. She's bad with the inside thoughts. I've noticed that. Like, like it's comical. Like, especially the the fruit falling out of your mouth, but like 
in front of the wrong person, like you're going to. Yeah, I think she's gotten lucky at those moments, but I think that this was like a mm, maybe it's not done that. Yeah. Uh-huh. In confessional, Carolyn tells us she was in the outs, but now she's in the middle position and is trying to be underestimated and be the turkey of the tribe. What does it mean to be a turkey? Uh, gobble me, swallow me. I don't know. Um, I, I really don't, don't know. know. I, it, it's a Carolynism. It's yeah, Midwest momism. Like honestly, if this was the uh, Peridium battle map, it would be he would put Carolyn's face on a turkey at that moment. Yes, and that would be yes. like her body the entire episode. Kane thinks Ratu is strong, and Tika has a strong relationship with him, and he will project that they will be the first tribe to actually decimate everyone. Don't get cocky, kid, because bad things will happen. A Ratu member Wait. will not win. Wait, he said that they're the first tribe to decimate everyone? Does, did he not watch the season that uh, Stephanie and Tom were on? Pal- Palau? Palau, yes. Yeah, thank um, you, I can remember that. In the new generation, the new era, as Jeffrey Probst says, likes to say. Um, but I'm telling you right now, I've said it many weeks now, a purple people is winning this season. You think? I fully think a purple I, person. I, I mean, that makes sense considering the fact that they were so like, like singled out and like focused on in a lot of the episodes. Granted, Erica, she was non-existent before the, like true. they are, do, they are doing their, their, their winner edits differently. Like, Every season, we thought it was going to be Stammer or Card. We thought it was going to be Jesse or Carla. We thought it was going to be even Lindsay. We were like, oh, yeah, these people are going to We even. I will say Meredith, we all clocked. But I don't know. I don't know. Was all it, it takes is one bad move. All it ta- or, or no, all it takes is all it takes is like not even a bad move. Just other moves going a different way like sometimes and that's why i think the pin that we put in the um carson jam jam saying they gotta keep going back and forth might be the reason why they may get to the end because they're gonna need everyone needs them for numbers they're not gonna just knock them knock them out right now yeah you don't need a majority you need a plurality yes morning arises as the bats are flying and the puke is about to come carlin has made some food for the tribe she has crabs meanwhile carson our favorite twink is literally crawling to the bushes to puke his tum tum is churning as he says that the reward of peanut butter jellies came with a curse um it's like the beware reward um eat too much and you die i wish i could have been out there taking care of him holding him in my arms rocking him to sleep but unfortunately my position was given to carolyn who was doing a great job comforting the child it's almost like she's a mother she tells him that no one will think anything negative of him and as they all know this is they all like him and she tells him that not that everyone does love him and they are worried about him but carson knew there would be terrible days and this is a low for him he's trying to push through um have you ever ate that doesn't make sense i was, I was gonna say i'll answer your question but that doesn't make any sense to me because the whole like nobody think will any less of you um they'll think you're weak and they'll think that you that you can't do physical challenges okay great no great. she's mothering a mothering that's how mothering works that's mother anyway that's anyway, you were saying. listen carolyn is mother um have you ever eaten too many peanut butter jellies 
No, I I have had a norovirus. I have had uh, the stomach flu that was going around, but I've never eaten too many peanut butter and jellies. All right, well there Quick, it is. Quick, what what flavor of jelly do you like best? Do you like strawberry? Uh, like the apple? Ooh, I'm an apple. Strawberry. Give me the golden jelly. Ooh, a fancy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of pushing through, let's see how Tree Mail will help him push through. Giddy Jamie, remember her? She reads that today there is only one necklace, only one truly safe when you're through. Such grueling competition, it will run be run two by two. You must divide into five pairs to compete. Now, what is the strategy that you would propose here? Draw sticks, pick your partner, let the tribe decide, and you follow along. What do you do in this moment? I think that we have just enough numbers at this point where I wouldn't worry about necessarily winning. Just mm-hmm. don't piss off anyone. Because at the end of the day, this it's a pairs challenge. You're either going to be the person that was carrying the pair and doesn't win, and then you're a physical threat and you get taken out, or you're the person that loses the challenge for the pair and then that person hates you. Even though it's only one person that wins immunity, but you get what I'm saying. Immediately, Jamie's like, Heidi, want to be my partner? She's like, I love him. And this is how the tribe is going to decide. We're going to be splitting up. I think that was stupid. You don't say anything. You let it either let fate decide or, or yeah. because you know, like saying, this is who I want to work with. I think Jamie was dumb, but the problem is Jamie is so non-existent and non-threatening. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. that she's the one who proposed this because no one gives a shit about her. Yeah. And honestly, like you did this before even knowing what the challenge was. Exactly. You could like, know the good we, decision. It was be my partner, Heidi. And I and I know that like Carson likes to 3D print everything around here, but like it, these are picnic games that they are playing that have the weirdest rules and the weirdest obstacle courses. There's no way you can actually really prepare for this. At the end of the day, it is adrenaline, stress, and and split decisions and you can't prepare for that. That's true. Now, Carson feels horrible for whoever is paired up with him. So Carolyn will step up and say she is with Carson and will carry him on her back. We love her, don't we? Carry her, carry him on her back. Huh? Let's see how that works. There are four left now, um, a.k.a. Jam Jam, Lauren, Danny, and Franny. So Lauren says she will be the weaker link as her energy is low. So she knows no one will want to work with her either. But she ends up with Danny as Franny and Jam Jam repair. Now, if you do the math here, that means Kane and Brandon are a duo. And again, didn't Brandon want to get rid of that jolly green Canadian already? Well, keep your enemies close and your friend, or keep your friends close to your enemies closer or dare i say does brandon think it's all about um strength and big people is he a little bit of one of those muscle bros the jury hasn't been formed to be out yet so we don't know i'm not going to say anything about anyone because that's fair now danny is stuck with lauren they could could be a drea Ooh. Uh, Danny stuck with Lauren as a day earlier. He was gunning for her to be voted out. Um, and he says he is still going to vote for Lauren. What a silly goose. We love Danny. Not. Um, it's challenge time. Jeff asks how the dividing into pairs went. And of course, Kane will say that he had a bit of anxiety to when he was back in high school and it was a scramble for desk buddies. Was that a thing for you? I don't remember desk buddies. No, it wasn't desk buddies because your teacher put them together. It was yeah. like partner buddies. The partners were separate stuff. Although, um, granted, that could have been a secret phrase that he had to say first. 
<laughs> Could you imagine? It's with the rabbits with the, the what was that quote that Meredith, the uh, Marianne. I said Meredith. Marianne. Marianne. Um, Did I say Meredith the first time? I said Meredith before. Uh, no, it was the, the bunny Marianne. in the mailbox and the, yeah, the carrots. And I don't know. Well, Kane says he said there was a lot of talk about who was going to go with Carson, but he says it was amazing to see um, what happens here. Now, again, Carson's going to be revealed to be sick, and he was throwing up throughout the night and did it about eight times. He doesn't know where it came from, and it was one of the worst nights of his life. Um, but when everybody said that they would be willing to be paired up with him, it was, he says it was a heartwarming feeling. Um, Carson, friend, uh, just wait for your first trip to a gay bar, buddy. You'll get that feeling a lot, and it won't be because your heart is warm. I will say that, like, my... Um... I, I, if I was in his shoes, I would be nervous because, like, losing a lot of nutrients at that point in the game, like, you're mm. already on empty. Like, when you dehydrate yourself and, like, you go to, like, like you could think you're going to die. Like, every time I oh, throw fully. up, I think I can't breathe. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's time to show Jeff the pairs officially. It's Kane and Brandon, Franny and Jam Jam, Carolyn and Carson, Danny and Lauren, Jamie and Heidi. Uh, let's talk about the challenge, which will be run in three stages, and players will be eliminated in each stage. In the first stage, one person at a time will crawl through a twisted, muddy net, then dig up planks and race back to their mat. First four pairs move on. Stage two, they will race up a cargo net and use planks to race through a rope bridge. They will then slide down the wall, and the first two pairs will move on. The final stage will no longer have pairs as they will complete compete individually they will use their arms to brace against two walls while their feet are perched on narrow footholds when you drop you are out and this is a throwback immunity challenge i was very excited to see this we haven't seen this in a long time the last time i remember seeing this was heroes versus villains yeah it's it's been 20s or 30s uh that yeah. was last run um yeah how would you do in this overall challenge i mean i think that i wouldn't particularly love the endurance challenge at the end i would i really gotta be honest i would strive to be middle of the road like like eliminate at the second stage sure yeah i'm, I'm here for that um i would yeah. not be good on the perch because i have very wide fat feet um it's over after that second one i have weak ankles i think that'd be bad for me but yeah. um yeah i mean like i don't know like in my mentality, I wouldn't look at this challenge as something that I want to win. That's fair. You don't want to win the you don't want to win the first two challenges after uh, the merge, and especially this one being the first full cast being able to For, yeah. Compete. You don't want to win that. You don't want to win that. I don't think anyone has ever won the show and won the 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 merge immunity. Listeners, find out for us. Do the stats. I can't. I that's that's too much. Probably, work for me. probably Kim did that. Probably Kim. Maybe Kim is amazing. Yeah. All right. The challenge begins, and that net is just a challenge in itself. It starts, and even then, um, they're going to hit the twisty part, and all you hear is Carolyn screaming. Um, does she not have a mute button? She doesn't need a mute button. Uh, also, Mika's Carson cheering on Carolyn was very cute. Um, I love him so much. He's so adorable. You. You will find you will find that man literally burping you. Um, I don't know if you follow his socials at all. I um, do, I do, and I heard what happened. Why he didn't want to go in the, in the <laughs> butthole? Yeah, he used the term butthole. Yeah, um, the shitty butthole. He is, he is a big fan of Facetune. Friends, if this does not confirm homosexuality, I don't know what does. 
He is a little 19-year-old baby. You let him be, okay? He's 20 now. Um, also, again, just go back to the post he said butthole with and his promo photo. There is no plastic surgeon out in Survivor. That nose changed. You know what? Let her have her insecurities. We all have them. Come we to daddy, be- Carson. Come to daddy. Okay. Anyway. Why can't I have a twink? On. Why do you not want me to have a twink? Miss Thing, he is a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, whatever. Are you is. saying I'm he- old? I am saying that anyone in their late 20s, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, he probably doesn't know how to fucking bathe. Wait, you, you think me? I'm in my late 20s? Oh my God, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. I was being nice. I think that. Oh, wow. I, I mean, like, as someone in their late 20s, I don't even want to touch a 21-year-old with a pole. Are you fucking kidding me? That's no, fair, that's bye. fair. Bye. All little right. boy, um, little girl. <laughs> Danny is going to make it through with Jam Jam following. And I was like, if Jam Jam can do it, I can do this challenge. That was the Jam Jam's my indicator at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Kane gets through and Jamie is stuck. Carolyn's all knotted up. And Jeff is like, you got to twist again, like we did last summer. Um, I made that up. Franny and Kane make it through as their pairs are the first to dig it out. Jamie is finally through and Carolyn is still Carolyn. Um, she is screaming, she's making noises. Carolyn um, of the Bells. Yeah. Three pairs are digging as Danny and Lauren catch up. Heidi is out, starts digging with Jamie. And guess what? Carolyn still stuck. Brandon, Kane, first to plant their flag, followed by Lauren and Danny. Then it's Franny and Jamie. One pair left. Now, Danny will tell Carolyn to gator roll. What is a gator roll? That is a, um, I've heard that phrase before. Uh, is that like a Florida gators thing? Is that like know. a. I know that I know the gator chomp. That's like a football right. thing that people do. I don't maybe know a gator, gator thing. Is. Gator roll is like some firefighter term. Maybe I don't know. Well, oh. she's going to get out before Jamie and Heidi get to their planks. This now forces Carson to go in the net, and I'm like, I know what's happening right now. There's no chance for me to win. Why would you go through it? Because do you want? I mean, granted, Carolyn wouldn't be mad, but like. Do you, do, you, do you want to be labeled as a quitter and singled out by Jeff? I would have called to Carolyn and been like, hey, lady, what do you want? Should we? Should I try this or should I just like save my energy? And Mother Carolyn would probably say, no, kid, you puked eight times. You're fine. You're good. But what about uh, fucking Jeff, the one that everyone's saying should like quit, retire, do all these other things old? You're g-. You mean like- Jeff, the man who says he makes this for kids? Yep. I don't know. I mean, like, granted, like, I I would like to see Jeff on a season of Survivor. I'll say it. I want to see that man put his money where his mouth, where his plastic surgeon's mouth is. Now, speaking of Jeff, I, I want to ask you a question. This is, I almost got into a huge fight with my friend over this. Yeah. Is Jeff Probst a celebrity? Jeff Probst, J- Jeff Probst is above Survivor, and he he's a household name. I wouldn't consider it, you know what, I would consider him a celebrity, like, if you were to go on Dancing with the Stars, I would consider him, like, an iconic person to be on the show. I think that he has the ego of the celebrity, the bank account of celebrity, um, the resent, like, like, people will notice him as a celebrity, but he's known for, for being a television producer. Sure. It's like how, like, 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 TV journalists, it's like, they're not really a, like, I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, how do Carson, you stand on that? Oh, I, I think he's fully, fully is a celebrity. Absolutely okay. a celebrity. 
He's been around long right. enough and has enough notoriety that when you make an SNL sketch where you are the punchline, you are a celebrity. Now imagine him as a drag race guest judge. Yeah. Okay, sure. Absolutely. Come on, Viacom. Now imagine, now imagine Julie Chen Moonves. Julie Chen, I don't think would... I don't know if Julie Chen cares for drag queens. I don't know. That's that would be my she doesn't care for She doesn't care for the gays. I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of making it for the, for, for the uh, kids, listen, if middle America uh, right-leaning Republicans love Survivor, they're letting their kids watch the show with um, queer people. So maybe queer people should, you know, not have problems with the right-leaning people. Ha- we've had um, trans contestants on the show and no one's had a problem with that, right? Maybe Survivor is ahead of its time. Same, just saying, just saying. Anyway, Carson yeah. goes into the butthole, uh, but it's too late. Heidi and Jamie are finished, meaning Carson and Carolyn are no longer eligible for immunity and they have to help him out. Round two, let's go. Watching Heidi carry those planks on her back, good for you, girl. You, you really carried that team because Jamie sucks. Jamie sucks. Jamie does suck. Yeah. This challenge yeah. is all about plank management. It's even. And we are going to see a few different strategies. Brandon and Kane are going to go straight on. Jam Jam and Franny are attacking it from the side. Lauren and Danny and Jamie and Heidi will follow suit. Um, we More side representation. Yeah, honestly. Brandon and Kane fly through, get across first. They're going to be followed by Danny and Lauren. It is Heidi, Jamie, Franny, Jam Jam out. It's time for Endurance. Do you remember that show, Endurance? Yes, with John A. Yes. It was the it was the intense version of Moolah Beach. Do you remember Moolah Beach? Of course, I remember Moolah Beach. Here's what I'm saying: if With you Nancy and the hula, oh. if you and Isaac ever decide those are shows you want to cover, please let me come on and and talk about it. I mean, honestly, we're about to do I Love New York season two, and then afterward, we're just like, what's next? What do we do? Let me know. Let me know. Um, I was like, that's when I was like, I want to get on this show. I almost applied for it, but then I aged out. I on- honestly. I wanted to go on the real world to go on the challenge, but before it was the current, I wanted to go on it when it was like Gauntlet to the yes, dual. Yes. Um, like, so there the, was the one I was season. Like five. There was one season I got. Um, I did pretty well in casting for the real world. Same. Um, same. And I, I, I think I've told the story on the podcast before. Um, but I was going on as like the bisexual wearing a, a headband, and then they casted a bisexual the headband on real world san diego 2 back to san diego oh i was going i was going you were almost on the season with you were frank was you wow mm-hmm. gag i mean I he's much hotter and smarter on, than i am so i get it. it's fine i was on the season or i was almost not almost like <laughs> this it was it was still always wait in discussions for um it was the skeleton season i think or the season after that oh, God. um where yeah it was like it was like the thing was like i was like a sophomore in college and like everyone was like oh are you auditioning for the world i'm auditioning for the real world and like that was like because we all got the email that nobody knows how they signed up for it but they all got it um and i auditioned for uh, that and my i remember being in the casting room where you're in the circle and you have to like introduce yourself and then the producer will ask you one question and that's your only chance to get them to ask you more questions and if you keep asking questions that's when they let you go okay you're gonna go to the next room 
And I remember I I remember I got through and I was very happy with that. Yep. Yeah, I remember watching them move my paper to the top of the heap. And I was like, this is going well. Oh well. Oh, mine was mine was they didn't like they they would hand you back your paper to say hand it to this person. And I remember they would like go down the line in the order that you came in and they would skip one or two people. I was like, oh, they like those people. And then mm-hmm. I got skipped. I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I got it. Good times. Good times. Okay. Then I failed the psyche valve. Anyway. The focus Dang, is on. I didn't make it there. <laughs> the challenge is on. Um, it is so hard watching these endurance challenges because you know how much pain they're in, but also it's fucking boring. Uh, I mean, we've had moments of people passing out in, in, yeah, in endurance true, challenges. True. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a slow burn. Now, um, we, I will say it's always it's always interesting when people do the like, uh, um, okay, you get you getting off. What's going on? Like like the the deal. Um, I'm it's always interesting seeing those. Although I'm still waiting. For I'm still waiting for the moment where Christian's uh, uncut endurance challenge win gets released, where he just hawks a guy off. I love it. We're going to learn that they have live transitions, so you have to use your arms to brace as your feet find the new purchase. Transfer is on. Everyone's on. Everyone's still alive. Um, Do you think it's better to be bigger or smaller for this challenge? It's not about the size of your feet. It's It's about the strength of your ankles. Yeah. Because also, it, it like it. it oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say because like it's it, like no foot can hold that. No foot no. can hold that. Yeah. Um, I love that we got a cutaway to Carolyn itching herself um, because the muddy the mud was itchy um, because there was nothing more exciting than watching Kooky Carolyn. Honestly, yeah. We have our next transition to the next person. We will watch Kane get his foot down. And I swear to you, it looked like blood. I know it was mud, but it looked like blood. I was like, what is happening to his foot? Regardless. Kane's oh, like out. the really, yeah, like the, the really pussy blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down to three. Oh. Out of nowhere, Brandon drops. It's Danny versus Lauren. Now, are you ready for actually what the most exciting thing about this stage of the challenge is? We're going to have Danny call out it? to Jeff. Is he cutting a deal? Is he asking a question? No. It's to prepare Jeff for the fart. Now I know you live out in the jungle and like, I get it. Your body will do things. You're going to smell. Do you think the editors of the show could make an entire fart reel featuring the best ofs that never made it to air? I think that if I'm not mistaken, I've never seen that used as an endurance tactic. I think it was a tactic. I think, I think he was like, Hey, I was about to. Yeah. To be fair, the rest of the cast was sitting behind him. He was, they were downwind of his fart. No, but so was the girl he was next to. There was a like, there was a whole thing, and there was a partition that she was not smelling it. Well, I mean, like if you threaten them, you could be like, "Hey, guess what?" I mean, listen, it is Although a strategy granted, to outstink, outstink at last. Granted, <laughs> granted, Tyson admitted to pooping in the ocean and stuff like that. And I'm true. like, I don't know if I'd want to admit that. I, I would listen. I I'm going to be telling you right now. If I get on Survivor, I will be the first to win. I will be aqua dumping. That's there's no other option. I'm not doing it in the woods. I'm aqua dumping. You're not, you're not, you're, you're poop shy. Uh, very. I will, I will walk away down the beach to fart, but I won't, but like, I don't know about like, I, I mean, like, granted, like, yeah, I might, I might do aqua. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I it feels, that feel, that sensation feels weird. Anyway, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know if I'd want to do that. I don't know if I'd want to do that. All right. Our final transition. I don't know. 
The foothold is so narrow, they are simply inches off the ground. Lauren will make the transition. Danny makes the transition. The final stage is here. Time to dig deep. And just like that, Danny's out. Lauren wins individual immunity. Lauren will give Jeff a big hug, and he's like, uh, you're muddy. I don't want a hug, but fine, I'll get, take the hug. Also, she had no idea what she's doing because she probably didn't listen to the production crew for filming cues because she never thought she was going to win individual immunity. But good for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny would have gone for Lauren, so change of plans, but it has to be someone from Rot 2 before the game plays you. Remember when a couple weeks ago, Danny and Brandon were going to be like, meat bros, we're going to have a the muscle bro alliance. Maybe it's one of those scenes where that you should have picked Carolyn. I mean, maybe it was one of those scenes that got like cut where it was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do an alliance with another really like, you know, or it was Josh's elimination. They're like, ah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that that's something to do with it. The tribe is back and they are immediately in the water to clean off. Um, is it safe to say that they sat in their production vans in full mud? Like, I feel bad for that poor intern who has to clean that up. I forgot that they do the 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 drive. Yeah, may, may, they must give them towels. Maybe. In that one instance, they must give them a towel. Well, Jam Jam says that everyone is doing small talk as they bathe in the ring of brown mud. Uh, he notices that everyone is giving eyes, but not to him. Cue the worried homo. Kane and Brandon discuss which one? The vote on which the- one? Carson or <laughs> literally? Uh, Kane and Brandon discuss putting the vote onto Franny, but they want to get Carolyn and Jam Jam involved. Brandon believes they have the numbers with Ratu, which he includes Carson in. It's really interesting to f- to see who includes Ra- uh, Carson in their numbers. And he Brandon's yeah. like, yeah, he's part Ratu strong. He's not Tika. I mean, hey, didn't uh, didn't that like? That strategy works for like a round or two. And then you get one person who goes, wait a minute. I heard this person's name was in a different place. Yeah. Where? And then that person becomes like problem number one. Exactly. Lauren would be yeah. down to knock out Franny. She says he doesn't care. Brandon's checking his boxes. And so is Jam Jam, who is like, so it's not me. He is, he, if he wasn't as charismatic, I feel like he would have been knocked out already. Yeah, I feel like well, I feel like he has like a very charismatic uh, energy, a charismatic name, a charismatic face, a charismatic yeah. everything. That's just like you can't help but like be like, yeah, we'll take you along. Do you know who told me I was charismatic when I said I didn't think I was charismatic? Who? Carson. <laughs> he was so sweet to me. He was very kind. He gives really good hugs. I am not winding up on some FBI watch list over this shit. No. He is no. legal. Stop it. Yeah, He's not okay, Will. Remember cool. Will when he was 18 on that show? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Remember Michael Yerger, that... who was 19? Wait. Who was the one that was that was in high school that was on Token Chains? And like was but Spencer, and he was not out. Even though he then went on to date Todd for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Poor guy. Poor guy. Brandon believes that Carolyn will go where Jam Jam goes, and he hopes Jam Jam is with them as they kept him in the game. With Heidi, she is down with whatever name. Danny says, fine. She hears Franny, and she's like, I'd be happy to work with y'all and survive. 
Um, so is everyone really in on this Franny plan? Mm-mm. Well, Danny's gonna go, Heidi's gonna go to Danny and tell him that if the three of them plus Tika stick together, this is their only shot. They have to go hard or go home. So it's time for Heidi to make her own play. Six, we will learn, is better than four. Who knew? Yeah, no. I mean, like, granted, grant it's it's at, at like such like a large number where it's like there's like ten votes or so to really like account for. That's when like you like everyone always does the yeah, this person's good. I I, and I think, then, Heidi, and then you make a plan of else's or yeah. I I think Heidi was low key also referencing Brad Culpepper's number um, snafu when she made the uh, six is better than four moment. Um, oh yeah, because I think that. she's not that dumb. She's a very intelligent woman, so may- maybe that was that. Um, maybe that's what that was. Yeah, Heidi will tell Danny that she knows that he likes Brandon, but he's like, "I'll put all my cards on the table. I got an idol, and there it is, friends." Should he have said that? Never say that you have something unless you're going to use it, or right before you have to go, so no one else can run around and tell anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's well. Granted, now they're not al- well. They they're not. They haven't been allowed to for a very long time of like being able to say something right before they leave. So like, uh, I think I yeah. granted, granted, Isaac held held the fact that he had a power idol, literally, <laughs> until and he although the the like an hour before votes were due, he said, "Just vote for me. I have the idol. We're, I'm going. I'm not going anywhere." And I'm like, and I was more mad. I was like, "You didn't like." You had me right. stressed out for you. And now I'm like, okay, cool. He, have your moment. Cool. Heidi will tell Danny well, that like- she knows that he likes Brandon and she's still going to go for this idol. Um, Danny will say that he will play the idol for Franny. They can blindside Brandon. And Heidi knows that for that to work, they need to convince Jam Jam. So Jam Jam and Heidi are going to have a chat. And fun fact, when I did meet Heidi, she told me that she and Jam Jam would try to get production to give them special things by talking Spanish to the Spanish crew members. Uh, so we know that they had a bond. Uh, they, they, regardless, even if they weren't allies, they had a bond by talking Spanish to one another. That's honestly... Outwit, out use that to your advantage. Literally, so smart. Use it. Well, in this chat, didn't, uh, that was what Danielle, uh, Danielle did on uh, Big Brother. She found another person that spoke uh, sign language, and she was like, "We're going to just talk at any moment about anything." Yeah. Honestly, use that strategy. If you, I'm surprised they haven't worked more well or, or or more together if they had that in common. Yeah. Granted, Spanish is a fairly common language. I'm sure someone could like figure out that. Oh, probably, saying. absolutely. Now in their like chat, Jam I, Jam. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. I was gonna say, like, if if I found out that someone spoke a obscure thing that I also spoke, like game over. You're, we're working together. Sorry. In this chat, Jam Jam tell she tells him that Ratu is strong as heck together. And if it's three and three, they would be stupid not to take one of them out. Jam Jam knows that Tika is in the middle. They want all their votes, and Jam Jam is worried that if he flips on Ratu, he they will target him. So it's time to talk to Super Twin Carson. He tells Carson about Heidi's plan, and Carson knows that they shouldn't make a move that will ruin their game. But before long, Heidi sneaks on in, and they're going to give her the floor to talk. Um, very cool. I met all three of them. <laughs> I can't believe Carson I thought that it was Heidi in Closet that we were talking about. Damn. Heidi in Closet oh. is her name. Being soft and subtle is her game. Carson knows it's a smart power play, but he is worried about making enemies. In order to get them on her side, Heidi will reveal that Danny has the idol. 
She didn't know before. She thinks that they can pull it off now. Was this a smart move for Heidi to share this information? Or is it all fair in uh, Love and Survivor? If you were told about an idol, you could say whatever you want about it. I think it's, you can say whatever you want. I think that you just have to be able to like keep track of what you've said and keep track yes. of who you said it to. Granted, that's what makes the game so hard because, you know, there are so many people, there's so much interacting. It's hard to like sort of like keep track, keep track of that. Um, but at the same time, I like when, when I, kind of played survive when i played survivor um i had like okay these are the people that i like shared information with these are the people that i shared a different kind of information with and then these are the people that like i didn't talk to yeah and like if i was if i wanted to like suss out someone i would like kind of like change the information and like see like okay i like like that way, like it's not like a question of, oh, did the other person say information, right. the same information that I heard to someone else? It'd be more so like, oh, so that person talks. Okay, now I know. Jam Jim is thinking about approaching Raw 2 that Danny has the idol and is intending to play it for Franny as his game plan is to get through this tribal with his alliance and still have options the next day. Now it's the Dan and Fran show. He will tell her she is good and she finds out that Danny not only has the idol, but will be playing it for her. She loves that idea. She knows that this plan will fall apart if one person that the six-person alliance or voting block will not work if someone shares it. So it's time to solidify it. Danny works on Carson about voting uh, for Brandon. Danny will tell Carson that he wants it to be small so it won't leak. So he doesn't want Jam Jam and Carolyn to know. Okay. Well, Carson's going to tell Danny that Jam Jam doesn't, in fact, know the plan. And Danny's like, rats, Jam Jam knows I got an idol. He's freaking out, and he figures out that Heidi is the one that told him. So Carson advises that he will go monitor Jam Jam. He will be his security guard, um, which is just a very funny thought. I mean, uh, it, it's a funny thought. I don't know if I laughed as hard at it. At, at the, well, I didn't laugh. Like I just think it was a funny thought that Carson would uh, ever uh, be a security guard or monitor for Jam Jam. That man, that man is going to do his own thing no matter what. He, he's going to push over that twink. I mean, uh, you know, flies can get very annoying in someone's face. You know, I don't know. I, I, I like, eh, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't think very much of either of that. Of that, to be honest. <laughs> now, Danny is worried that Jam Jam will tell Ratu and switch the vote to him. He is the monkey wrench, as he knows that Jam Jam is a smart player. We've not been hearing a lot of people say that Jam Jam is a smart player until now. Well, we haven't been hearing it. Have right. they been saying it? And we just it's been edited out. Exactly. That's so. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is like who are they perceiving as threats? Because it's really only about numbers, and I feel like everyone is a target, no matter what. It's not about a specific person. It's about the numbers. Everyone's a suspect. Um, no, it also feels like. Well, to be fair, he arrived that like wound up becoming three people before the merge. So like, yeah. The people that saw him as strategic got voted out early, so who That's knows? True. All right, our friends take their seats, and Jeff wants to know where the game is right now. Kane, to kick us off, there is a jury, and he says that it is a new layer to the game as you have to play different and visible so people can see what you're doing. He predicts people will skyrocket their game. Heidi says that what's different is everyone is vulnerable except for Lauren compared to the past two tribals. The pool is bigger, so she tells them not to write Heidi yet, just at the end. She wants to be on the right side of the votes. 
Now, Jeff will prompt Carolyn to discuss being on the right side of the vote. Is it for this vote or is it a setup? And something we will discuss in a bit, but Carolyn says that Lauren and Danny started out as enemies and then they worked together as partners. She says that everything yesterday means nothing today as nothing is certain. I was like, wow, so profound. Look at Carolyn. I gotta say, these are moments where it really makes me laugh because it's like it's like answering Q&A in a pageant and like oh, you, just don't, you just don't know where the conversation is going. And like, it's constantly Jeff just, it's you're in an endurance challenge and Jeff is the thing that you're trying to like get over because like he will not let you vote unless you answer these questions and he will make you sit there and will make you go through it and honestly I'm low-key waiting for the day when a cast goes I don't want to answer these questions can we just vote yeah it'll happen one day there will be a mutiny I can't wait honestly that'd be so fucking fun to watch could you imagine (laughs) jam jam says the key to survivor is to know what's going on and being aware of what's happening behind the scenes he notes that there are people they like they don't need there and there are people they don't like who they have to keep there but he likes all of them and that's just the most jam jam thing he could ever say he likes them all Maddie says it's a 10 on a scale of anxiety she's at a 10 and she thinks most of them are at a 10 and we will not get a jeff go down the line um, I was really hoping we would get um, numbers again. I love when Jeff goes down the line, and asks like where they're at, and people will literally say stupid things. If I were to ever get asked where where am I, I say I would say downwind, so don't fart. There it is. And we talked about being downwind earlier. This full circle, full circle. We'll look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Jeff is going to call out Jamie for always staying positive, and she's like, "I'm at a ten at all times. I just wear it well." Meaning Heidi does not. Um, look at all this attention Heidi is getting. And also, I would have been like, bitch, shut your fucking mouth. Bitch, I should Jamie. I stand and shut the I hell up, Jamie. bitch? She's a really? silly I hate her. I can't stand Jamie. Oh, okay. She would be the first target for me. Like, I just, I can't, I can't take people with always positive energy that I don't believe is always positive. Wow. That's my problem, because I don't believe her. I don't believe she's actually, I think it's all a facade. Oh, I see how it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jamie says you have to be on your toes, and that's what is fun. But you can blink, and everything changes. Brandon notes that you can have a million conversations, but it's scary not knowing if you're the target or not, and being told the right thing or being lied to your face. Lauren says this vote; she thinks it will be a majority vote, but she thinks it's all about the long-term game. Now, Danny goes back to saying being on the wrong side of the majority is never a good thing, but he says there is something to be said for being on the wrong side and then making a comeback as that is something the people in the jury respect. Everything is an opportunity. Um, it's almost like you keep it in there because that's Franny's game plan at this point now. I mean, what's funny is that like he's talking as if there's like a massive jury presence that's like right. It's like literally like everyone's one person. Like, yeah, right. Like the jury respect. <laughs> do you respect that sir <laughs> let me look i mean technically he if he thinks he's getting to the end he's talking to everybody uh surrounding him so they are the jury to an extent i guess but like wh- like i always feel weird when someone's like the jury will respect it you don't know how these people will That's operate true. no um because look at what the jury did with gabler gabler yeah he says that he is always trying to make sure that he is moving with intention that he has an intention with his vote is it a flashy move or building trust with his new friends? For him, that's what the commodity of every single vote is. 
Franny notes that there are arrows pointing in direct, different directions that may intersect, but tonight, tomorrow, tonight, but tomorrow they spread off. Every travel is about intersecting at many points as you can, but you have to figure out what direction everyone is going and be on the right page. Um, Franny is like all the other players who are very, very bright and, and like to use metaphors where I just like, don't force it, just say it. Well, say I it. feel like, I feel like, a lot of players that do that will think that Jeff will stop talking to them. Uh, and like, it's like a tactic to get like the question answered in a way that doesn't make sense. And in a way that just like, kind of just like, you know, like let them skate by. Like, yeah. like, I, like, I, like I put my feet on the fire. Not really like go. It must make someone else pay. Now, Heidi raises at some point, um, they will find the interception point and some will not, but the interception point will be key and will speak for their games at the moment. So it's time to vote. Jeff brings back the urn, and we will see Danny will, in fact, play his idol for Franny, meaning no votes for Franny will count. So by a vote of four to zero, Brandon is voted out. Let's break down the votes. Brandon, Carson, Jamie, Kane, Lauren, and Jam Jam will vote for Franny, which means Brandon was voted for by Carolyn, Danny, Franny, and Heidi. Let's discuss the Carson and Jam Jam of it all. I think we have to key back into what Jam Jam says about alliance and options for the next day. He maintained his relationship with the remaining Raw 2 while knowing the idol would be played. So while he and Carson were on the wrong side, their votes meant nothing in the overall elimination. They can still work with Soku as they need them as numbers. And by having them split Jam Jam and Carson voting one way and Carolyn voting the other, it makes the remaining players question, is their bond and alliance that strong? Purple is in brilliant position right now honestly that kind of makes sense and i didn't think of that until you said that this is perfect playing i don't know who came up with it it's probably i honestly think the three of them talking it out because what we have seen in their conversation sure carson does lead a lot of strategy talk but i think the three of them all are aware of how to play their particular game and I think that they all are playing step different enough games that they're not going to run the risk of allying and playing too similar of a game right. where the jury will at the end be like, who made these moves? Like, I think they, right. I think they all, res- the key to survivor, it, I don't want to be a player that says the key to survivor is, but the, one of the key things that you have to do on survivor is you have to find someone that plays a different enough game from you that you respect and you trust. Because that way you guys can work together. You won't be seen as a pair. And also you can at the very at least like have some moves that like you, you have a resume because right. you've done things that are different than them. Granted, like you don't really like when you're like looking down the barrel of the gun, you might not be able to really figure that out. But like it seems like they've found like a, a good little like, you know, group going. It's true. And, and that's what's so exciting. Overall, though, was this the best move to get out Brandon now? Honestly, as long as it ain't me. As yeah, long as it I, ain't me. I feel like it was it was good because he is pro- he absolutely was probably the biggest physical threat. Um, Danny a close second. Um, yeah. So it does make an even playing field. And and for Danny, like he now is strong, but at the same time, who is he hiding behind? He has no idol left. Yes, that does flash out an idol now that we and that means the idol will now be. Well, wait, was it an idol that I forget? Does that mean that the idol comes? Back for like back. they find it again, yeah. So and you you now. realize there's still one player with an idol left. Now wait, is there also a merge idol that we have to worry about as well? So there's two idols. 
Or is it just one? I think it's just one. Carolyn is the only oh. one currently holding an idol. But is it real or is it fake? Well, uh, this is something I speculated earlier because um, I had an argument on the podcast about did Carolyn actually have the real one because she was talking about having a different idol than what um, Brandon and Danny had. So I, I'm wondering if she had the fake one the entire time and um, well, What's-Her-Face had the real one and walked out of the game with the real one. Well, okay, so... Or they swap them around. That, that was a conversation. I, I've heard two things on this. I've heard that the production made so that the fake idol is someone else's real idol. So that sure, causes yes. the trauma. That, and yes, and that means that someone has something fake. But also, Carolyn has dodged this question several times on her Instagram reels. I think it comes up later in the, in the season. I do and too. I think she, and I think that she knows that she can't answer that question because it's Maybe something that leads to her elimination. Maybe something that leads to someone else's elimination. I don't know. But that that move is a linchpin. That is going, Mm -hmm. that is the hourglass. That is something that I agree. That's like, that's like, you will remember this moment from a season. Like this, this will be on Ghost Island too. I just (laughs) fucking love that literally no one out there knows she has the idol. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love the moments like that where it's like, I don't like it. Like, I don't have to, you know, like show my cards. Um, Also, I really think that at the end of the day, the merge episodes, like the first merge episodes are the most volatile episodes Mm -hmm. of Survivor. It's like the premiere episode all over again, but you know them a little bit better. So you can easily just like, it doesn't matter who goes here. It doesn't matter who goes next. It doesn't matter who goes even two episodes from now, because at the end of the day, this is when people, the bad players try to make a move. And this is when you don't make a move. This is when you let them take themselves out and then you just survive. And exactly. Then which is the, why Teak yeah. is doing so fucking well. Yes, exactly. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap this up. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. What is Brandon's legacy? Honestly, being a merge boot. Like, like, I don't envision him coming back. I don't envision him doing anything like that crazy. He's like Maybe the on what's the challenge. From... Oh, no. is he gonna be the next Danny? Yeah. You know what? He'll be brought back at like um, a, a couple seasons from now, and I'm like, what season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, what was her name from uh, David versus Gal- not David versus Goliath? Um, uh, uh, um, shot in the dark. Played it at the at the merge and lost. Uh, it was season forty one. Yeah, think. I know who you're talking. Bro- about. I can't remember. Brown hair. Brown hair. Yeah, brown yeah. hair. See, see, it's honestly more. For She's, she'll be it. back for game changers. Because she played mm. the shot in the dark. I don't know. Yeah, right. Who's in danger, girl? Who's in danger? I would say that now. I know this is going to be something that's going to be controversial, but. Actually, kind of think that Carson might not actually have much longer in the game. Okay, okay. Because um, I think that I think that if you stick if you stick out for any reason, I think that that is going to be used against you. It's just a sad fact of life. I think Carson's the youngest. Carson is um, has this stomach ailment that's going on, and I think that people will either use that against him in the form of taking him as a goat or they will use it as a well he can't win immunity let's get rid of him 
So that way it's like I an see, easy I person see, they don't have to worry about. Um, yeah. also, 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 it's only a matter of time before someone compares notes and someone does the math and starts like realizing, oh, huh, something like, like when you, when you position yourself so far into the web, the web that you have made becomes a, an attraction. And people are like, huh, I didn't notice that. I have this weird feeling that because Jam Jim and Carson voted with um, the quote majority to get Franny out, Ratu is going to think they're with them, but the rest of Ratu is going to be freaking out. So I either think Danny is next gone because he's a target and they're going to flip flop back and forth, or it's going to be a Ratu player. I'm going to predict that sweet, silly goose Jamie is going to get so paranoid that she's going to hear that she's a, a target. They're going to split votes on her. She's going to play her fake idol and fake idol herself out of the game. You know what? That does sound right. Because now that I didn't even remember Jamie, I think that Jamie or honestly, Franny. Franny also could be a good option because Franny literally just had the majority of people vote for her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really do worry about Jamie and Kane at this point because what do they have to offer literally anybody? Lauren, Um, though, still has a fucking extra vote. Although, to be fair, saying what do I have to offer anyone? You have my vote. And when it's four versus three versus however many, it's like, who knows? Oh my God. Could you imagine if it's going to be a split vote between Lauren and Jamie? Jamie plays her idol. Lauren plays her extra vote, voting for Jamie. And then Jamie's gone with her fake idol. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Give me that fantasy, please. Honestly, if I was a producer, I'd make that my thing. After eight episodes, the winner of the season is. After eight episodes, the winner of this season is... Honestly, I'm yeah. kind of thinking Carolyn. I'm thinking Carolyn. It's a possibility. I can see it's her in the end. I just don't know what kind of story she's going to sell that anyone on that jury will believe um, unless something massive happens toward the end. That I'm, I'm going to go with Jam Jam. I, I, think, I think that her... The idol, the fake idol versus the real idol, whatever it is, it will come back and it will be a moment of the season. I, I listen, I, I don't think know. So too. I don't know. Um, I don't but know. Jam Jam, he's just so charismatic. Everybody fucking loves him. I could see them being like, Yeah, you deserve money. Here you go. I'm, I'm standing tall on the purple people are going to win. One of them, one of the three. All righty, well. Carson, if you do win, you owe me a date. I think Carson has the furthest chances of winning. I don't oh, think I totally he's... Agree. I, I don't think... The three of them, I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects you want to plug? I am on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Craigslist, BBRT, OnlyFans, and Sniffies at It's Trenta Bitch. Um, I'm on Venmo at Adriana Trenta because someone got my Venmo account shut down, though. Um, I think I said Instagram Venmo and all that stuff, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's a tagline. I'm still saying it. Anyway, um, you can find me on Fridays hosting Drag Race at the Dickens. Uh, so starting May 12th, I will be there for all of our All-Stars 8. Um, and I have a, you can also find me DJing at Rebar every Sunday, and I have a couple of things coming up that I can't announce yet, and hopefully, uh, you will be seeing me this summer, hopefully. Amazing! Well, thank you for being here, as always. Aw, always a pleasure.